Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of your favorite, absolute favorite show, Meet Someone Who. Today we have Meet Someone Who Left the Mormon Church. Jesus Christ, Steffi. <laughs> hello. Hi. Hello, hello. You made it. You made I it out alive, and you're here. And you're remote and from, from Utah. Yeah. Thank you so much for, you were my first episode and you, we recorded together and I remember buying all my podcast equipment just for your show, but um, the editing it just didn't work out. So we're, we're doing it again. And here we are, we're tackling this subject because pe- the people need to know. What the, you know, dare I say the populace needs to know. They need to know because everybody's like, "What?" When I'm like, "Yeah, no, Steffi left the Mormon Church." They're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what?" So <laughs> we're gonna clear some things up. Let's start okay. with. Let's start with how long were you in the church for? Um. Yeah. I mean, that one's pretty easy. I'm 26, so my whole life. Um. Yeah, it's something that like both my parents are Mormon. Um. So yeah, just born into it. Born into it from day one. Okay, and let's say. You're 26 now. When was your final, like, I'm done with this? I- I'm marking my calendar. I'm done with this. Like, was it recent? Yeah, honestly, pretty recent. And to be honest, like, I feel like that question is a little layered in that, like, not a lot of people know. So part of me is kind of like, have I left? Because, like, my family doesn't know anything. Right. I'm just, so like, haven't- terrified. But transition into this life of yeah. not being Mormon yet. Yeah, exactly. But like to answer your question, like last year, like with COVID, honestly, was kind of the same. Like if you have a if you have a habit and like morals attached to that and like a way of life attached to that, it, it's like makes everything harder. It's like when do you make the decision like to stop going? If that makes to sense, strip like, yourself of of these so called morals and uh, yeah interesting okay so so for you it was like letting go of this rule book that you've had your whole life exactly and like I don't know that I was like like I didn't know how to do it like everything out here especially like I'm in Utah (laughs) and so I think it's like something like 60% of the population is Mormon which is insane so it's like everybody is so it's like we're talking like restaurants aren't open on Sundays because you have to like you know respect the like respect Sunday, um, like roommates are all there's like pressures, right? Your roommates are there, so like if everyone's getting ready for church and you're not, like that's kind of a bold move. So like with COVID <laughs> and then like churches like not being able to be in session, those were like dead ass my first Sundays not going to church because it was like hello I couldn't. Um, oh. No one can judge me. No one can say shit. Um, so even though I feel like the process has been a long time, like to answer your question is it was like, honestly, I was too scared and I didn't know how to go about anything. And like, so that was kind of the kicker, like March of last year, March of last year. Got it. And so it's given you time to, to think about it and and what your life is without it. And, um, growing up is really weird when you have some kind of, set of rules like that and then you finally just you know release them and let them go like well, what makes you think it took you this long like why not as soon as you left home like what what made you hold out this long yeah well I think I think a lot of it is just like how how ingrained in everything you are 
like we're talking a religion that um the whole point of it is that it's like you're you're told that it is like Jesus's true church like other churches may have like a part of the truth but like for x y and z reasons which obviously we don't have to get into but it's like oh no this is the true church so if you if you like basically like you kind of accept everything or like you're turning your back on everything that is correct and you're like gone astray so like a lot of the like things that are built into that it's just like really hard because it's like you grow up and and I thought that too you know what I mean where it's like okay there's things I don't like but like do I like I can't just like leave for those small things because it's true if that makes sense some some real big reason so what you're saying is it didn't take some big reason it was kind of like a build-up of everything yeah kind of like a build-up of everything and kind of like honestly like not going like you're told you're, you're taught so many things where it's like hey if you don't go like basically your life's gonna go to shit like um like people who aren't in the church like will never know true happiness like that's a literal thing that they teach and so and it's also like yeah yeah and so you're also it's a lot of like fear stuff um and so like I've always been like so scared of like making a wrong step um so like to do and like it just kind of feels like rebellion instead of like making a choice based on you and what you want to do if that makes sense it kind of takes reason out of it it's like no I have to like it's not a choice right well interesting that's uh tough to to battle with every day I I couldn't imagine like waking up and being like there's this thing I'm not really sure of but it's my whole life so I can't like not it's not like you know a tv show I chose to watch or a, a pair of pants I chose to put on like you know what I mean it's like some huge life deal I feel like it was overbearing your whole like you know your family life everything that has to do with everything like you Mm -hmm. went to school because you went to that specific school because of your religion like uh, Uh BYU right so yeah go there you go to church every morning and I remember in high school you were going to church in like six o'clock in the morning (sighs) and yeah whatever whatever that was called and you had your different like wards and you know things like that so it was a big like community thing so for it to be like ingrained in your life for that long and for you to just barely get out of it now how do you think that's gonna how do you think your parents are gonna take it like I know you said you haven't told them and hopefully they don't find this somehow (laughs) because we've yeah preventative measures on that but um how do you think dude I I genuinely genuinely think it will be so bad um and also just like I mean you kind of mentioned it too it's kind of not it's not really like oh like I thought I was gonna have a kid who liked baseball turns out they don't like baseball they like tennis rats you know what I mean like it's like yeah when you're in it yeah like when you're in it I can't even describe you because like now that I am where I am it's like and I was talking with my cousin who also left but like it's like I can see clearly (laughs) or something like it's so different than I thought it would be and so I just know because I was there and like I had friends or even family members even that very cousin who like when he left I was like okay I love you as a person you know I love you as a person but hey like you're making a mistake you know what I mean because that's how you are when you're in it like you so you, can't, you even said that to your cousin, you're saying. 
is that you told him that he was making a mistake or what was that? I, I like talked about him. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he, he made a giant mistake. Like he doesn't know. Yeah. What he's doing. Okay. And there's a lot, and there's a lot of like worry attached to it. You know what I mean? Like I remember talking with my sister and we're like, Oh yeah. Like he's doing X, Y, and Z. Like, like I, like maybe he just needs to do his thing. Then he'll come back. Like, you know what I mean? And that's what it's I was going to very... ask too, like for, for you, if that's something like, Hey, you're going to live your life and be crazy and, you know, do whatever you want and go buck wild and, you know, do whatever. But do you ever think you'd like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I totally made a mistake. Like I'm back. Like, do you think that's something maybe your future self will come, <laughs> come to like, cause I've, I've always been like, man, at my deathbed, like, am I not going to be like, Jesus save me or, you know, help me or something like that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> right? as someone, as someone who just is just spiritual in general, like, I don't know what that looks like for when I'm older. Um, right. Yeah, no, that's a good question. And I think I just like, don't know. I think I'm just like, still like, I'm even like, I'm, I'm shocked that I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, as is so I think that's kind of hard enough to like try to figure out mm-hmm. so I have no idea what would happen in the future but like for the reasons I left like I don't think I would um would you even feel comfortable like going I feel like for someone who's who's seen different kinds of religions and that one's so strict and so like so much maybe dying down and go into like a smaller fun religion <laughs> or something something more lax right. or something like you know what I mean like maybe no yeah. church or whatever but maybe in the future we'll see you never know um yeah but what was I gonna ask I was gonna say I wanted to bring up this question um just because we brought it up in the last um uh, the last time we tried to do the podcast and it was an interesting question so um for you changing your beliefs and and getting out of those really like structured beliefs that you were in my my dad has a friend um who said my he said my dad asked hey there's a baby born in a indigenous culture um uncontacted like six months later the baby dies of an illness like does that baby go to heaven or hell Mm, yeah Um, right and my dad's friend was like well that baby didn't know the word so he's going to hell like he wasn't ever taught the word and um, Uh my dad's like that's fucking insane bro like what are you what are you talking about sending a baby to hell (laughs) yeah so does that like expand the way you think like was that how strict it was for for being in that religion was if they didn't hear this specific word like you're not going to join us in heaven like that's it yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a couple things a couple things I want to say about that. So, like first is like one of the things like in the Mormon church is that like babies won't basically like if you're under 8, you're like under the age of accountability kind of thing. You're like a child, so like there's no way you can like be accountable for that. So, like anyone who like dies as a kid or anything like that, like they're automatically saved. So, that's like Boom. one of the things uh yeah um and then I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that I'll take that yeah yeah and that's that's always something I really liked because I was like oh yeah it doesn't make sense to baptize a baby like a baby hasn't done shit like that's the purest the purest thing you can have right um but besides that if you're looking at anything else yes it is that strict like after eight then you're like accountable for your actions so then it's like um you know you need to like step up repent for sins <laughs> be yeah. baptized in the church that's still so young to scene. me though eight like eight yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> Knowing that I sinned, like, what kind of sins could you be discussing at eight? That's what I want to know, but. Oh, well, and then that gets into this whole thing of, like, me spiraling, because um, I have OCD, right? Um, which and... which we got into before was um, kind of a product of, of this over-religion, is what you yeah. were saying, like. Tell, so explain how that that's that started or, or explain the nature of your OCD. Yeah, for sure. So like the like OCD is like super weird. Uh, you know, anyone can Google it and you'll be like, these people are <laughs> nutters because I mean, that's how I feel. Uh, but it's not anything like, oh, I need things to be clean. It's like very specific, like uh, rituals that like you have to do you kind of have no control over and there's like a specific type there's like five different types of OCD and one of them is called scrupulosity which is basically like insane religious tendencies um, and so it's kind of like the way your brain is wired everything is like catastrophic and it's hard for you to like be able to see that it's not so then if you put yourself in a you mean yeah, like if you were to sin or something, your that weight of that sin is gonna like explain like what do you mean by that? Like every little yeah. thing you do has some huge repercussion in your spiritual life or Yeah, exactly. And and it's it's like no matter what anyone says, like you can't like they can't tell you differently. Um and so like one of the things that like in the Mormon church, like you repent and you like you basically do so by praying. Um, instead of like going to a, uh, like a, a preacher, a pope, or a someone, you know, a priest. A priest yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know. Um, and like confessing, it's all like individual prayers, unless it's like a bigger sin, if that makes sense. And so, right. like at this young age, like I was taught, like, oh, I'm accountable, right? And there is a lot that, like, my I get kind of like hyper focused on that. Um, and basically, like for every little thing, like, I think a bad word, I do anything, um, and then it's, like, I can't stop praying for forgiveness, if that makes sense. That's Which what you were saying was the, the last six <sighs> words of those, that prayer is what you just kept repeating in your head, right? Yeah, exactly, and it, it like, literally took over my life, which sounds kind of crazy, but it's, like... No, I mean, I could have, you just said, like, you just said thinking a bad word, like, not even saying a bad word out loud, but thinking you would repent. Yeah, and, like, I I mean, I never said one for the longest time, but, like, if you can think about it, like, the best way I can illustrate it is, like, try to have, like, a young kid trying to function, or a teenager, like, the whole thing, it was just, like, it inhibited everything, it inhibited... Uh, me being able to focus at school, me being able to think. Uh, I hated reading as a kid because it was like my mind constantly was saying this prayer over and over. And like, I couldn't stop. Like you could not make me stop. Um, and like that started when I was, you know, really young. Um, and, and it was just like 24 until That hasn't gotten better since you've, since you've left or has that been something the guilt has died down a little bit or did you feel any better? Um, when I started getting medicated, um, for OCD, that helped like almost a hundred percent, which was like incredible, but also infuriating. It's like incredible. Cause I've never lived like this. Like I've never been able to like give my full attention to every, like anything. <laughs> right. Well, that's um, great to hear. Yeah, and so honestly, the medicine is is incredible. It's got like that stuff mostly under control. So now, like for the most part, unless like my anxiety goes up, like 
I am like fully functioning. So, <laughs> yeah. So that wasn't a. I have to get rid of my religion because I'm OCD. Like that was something that meds took care of. Like, often. yeah. But like that also happened at like the same time. Like I only started getting medicated at like the beginning of last year. So it's okay, kind of like so. I was like I was reining that in, and I was also leaving. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a transitionary like time, so I, I would imagine yeah. all that kind of happening all at the same time. Well, that's interesting. Um, what was I going to say? So f- with you, you know, leaving and transforming and getting to know yourself more and um, being more lax with, you know, what you watch and how you act and, and the words you say and, you know, stuff like that that people hang out with. Um, has anything changed with, like, your sexuality or your, you know, gender identity or anything like that, like, major changes that have come from you not being this, you know, straight single Mormon down the line? <sighs> yeah yeah no an excellent question um and yeah I mean one of the things one of the like main things that like was so hard for me is so hard for me is like the church's stance on um on like the LGBTQ community um it's very like it's very condescending it's very like um any like you know, basically, like, you can't be in any sort of, like, homosexual relationship, like, of any kind, and, and then it's, it's, like, they try to, like, backpedal and be, like, oh, like, you as a person are okay, but, like, don't act on it, you know, like, have you heard that before? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, like, yeah, so it's, like, as, as long as you don't act, I had an ex-boyfriend that was, like, I, I don't care if I'm gay, I'm not ever gonna act on it, because that's against God, and I was, like, dude, you're going to be on Dr. Yeah. Phil in 30 years being like, sorry, family, I have a secret boyfriend. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? <laughs> just come out. Just be yourself. I don't. It's a whole other episode. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, a whole other episode, but, but yeah. So, so you're saying so, it did open your eyes to, or have you changed? Yes. So it's kind of getting to that. Um, I mean, I am bisexual. So there's that. Um, and we love a good bisexual coming out. That was something that was very, very like hard. Um, what what got you to that? My whole life, like my whole, because like you know, you know, pretty early on, you know, um, Mm -hmm. like I don't even know, ten or eleven or something, and so like this whole time I'm like, what, like what's going on? um and is this okay and then that would like if you can imagine that would just like fuel the like repenting prayers you know oh yeah um and so like everything was shit 24 7 um I was just like I'd feel like I needed to like bang my head against the wall you know like do physical things to get it to stop um and I don't know I'm kind of straying from your question but basically like well, like, well Steffi, uh, off the off the record, I was trying to get you to to talk about your your friend, uh, your freshman year. Your, my friend, uh, my freshman year. The the makeout buddy you had. I was trying to. Yes. Uh, I can edit this out in post. So I was just trying to guide you to that because that was a very interesting story. So um, that's Perfect. what I meant by how did you get there? <laughs> or what, how did I get there? How did you get to this this? Uh, <laughs> being of bisexual this knowing 
Okay. Yeah. No, for sure. So, um, I mean, knew it growing up, always scared, always scared of everything. Um, and then go to college, right? And yeah, my freshman year, um, <laughs> this is like the, the like the gayest thing you can ever like think of. It's like you know when you're like, oh yeah, X, Y, and Z are true, but like that doesn't mean anything, right? And so I had this, I had this friend. We were like best friends, um, and then we would like make out, but like that doesn't mean anything, right? <laughs> we're just friends who cuddle <laughs> and make out and so uh-huh. this is your freshman year and and you're at mormon school doing mormon things and mm-hmm. you have this best friend and that you make out with how, how does that how's that dynamic work uh, i want to know all the i think <laughs> I mean, it genuinely it genuinely i think is so much delusion that i genuinely thought oh it means nothing but i had all these like feelings yeah (laughs) you know what I mean felt good I'm I hope Uh uh-huh (laughs) uh-huh you felt (laughs) too good almost maybe (laughs) yeah and uh yeah so I think honestly I like I would just like choose to not think about it um and so anytime I would like try to like think because you know like if you're like dating someone or something you're like you know you're thinking about your relationship where you had it blah 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 but like with this it was like like I would just shut it down immediately. When are like, we making out again? <laughs> when are we making well, out again? And that's, that's it. That's the thing is we wouldn't even say that. Like we're talking. It, would so... it just happen? Was it? I want to know. Are you just like watching? We just watching TV because like or or like uh, oh, oh I bet you wouldn't kiss me. It's like oh bet I wouldn't. And then like you know like here we go. Oh yeah, I bet I won't. Like how it happened. Yeah, like how I wanna, I wanna know, like what, what made you? You're sitting down on the couch, and you're both Mormon, <laughs> and you're both not gay, and somebody uh-huh. says something, and then something happens, and then, and then you're, you're all over each other. I just wanna. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I don't the know. source for that is, uh, is we do penny bets. Okay, we're both very just like stupid, and like, hey, like if you tell me, like me I'm very like hey if you do it I'll do it like whatever um and and so like just like super not caring about anything and so like we would do these penny bets and they would be crazy things and it was all like for a penny like we made these jars and decorated them and like mine looked like a narwhal it had a little glue stick nose like it was like the stupidest thing and we would just bet each other pennies to do stupid stuff like we're talking like skateboard crazy hills or like jump in the fountain on campus like these are like things that are worth way more than a penny but anyway but it's cute and your penny bets it's and funny yeah, it's funny yeah. and that's how we make each other do stuff right um and so yeah that's how that started was it was like I forget who even said it okay so this is like I mean this is like 2013 at this point um so it's man you were kissing girls way before i was kissing girls that's (laughs) fucking nuts hey that's fucking crazy that's the only person or like the only girl really yeah yeah okay so 2013 yes yes yeah uh uh-huh so it's like after the time of Katy perry but Katy perry hit us the prime time right there i say like middle school music defines you so um so like you know the Katy Perry song like I kissed a girl and it's like talking what is it like the taste of her cherry chapstick okay and so like we make these things we made this bet of like 
one of us said like, oh, like Penny bet that you won't eat the cherry chapstick. And then and then the other person ate it. And I like I said, like I wish I could remember who said what. And then the next penny bet, because you know, you go back and forth or else, you know, one person's doing way more penny bets than you. Um and so then the other person was like like put it on, put the lips or the lipstick or the chapstick on. Sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> and then was like, oh like like bet you won't kiss me. And then <laughs> it happened so that was like the first one and then like after that literally never talking about it it would just always happen you know you're, you're like cuddling and then it happens Damn. anyway and then Damn. that ended, getting more getting way more pussy than i am not even this is how it ended <laughs> this is this is how it ended she she went off to her mission okay uh, mission for the church and I like still I like didn't want to go so I'm like in school whatever she's gone and then I start feeling like enormous guilt because then I start piecing it together and I'm like oh oh shit like what was that what was that little thing so like I mean like I would I would cry I would I would cry, like spend endless nights crying about it I would I would email her I would be like hey like that wasn't what like and, like, the emails were so cryptic. Like, it literally would say, like, I, I would message her and be, like, that, like, wasn't what it seemed like it was, was it? And, like, that's all I would send. <laughs> so, I you like, didn't I, know if that one thing we did that one time was it, was it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I was, like, so, so ashamed. Like, couldn't, couldn't even write it out, you know? Um, and that's that's also where a lot of, like, depression and anxiety came from. Because it was, like... I couldn't reconcile with that and I couldn't uh, figure it out. And I also like couldn't understand the church's stances on X, Y, and Z. I keep saying X, Y, and Z on that. Sure. Um, and then like, I decide to go on a mission. I go to Argentina, um, take my mind off things, right? Super religious kind of like, it's kind of like once you rebel, like, have you seen like movies where someone like rebels or does something and then they come back and then they're like, feel like they have to dedicate themselves more yeah Does that so make any were, sense? were you like i you know i get it and you felt like you were having to give your all on this mission uh-huh yeah and so i was like okay like i'll just go and like that'll like take care of everything but like what i didn't know was that like that was gonna like make everything so much worse so um, did you feel like you were spreading like <sighs> Not untrue stuff, because obviously you believed in these things, but did you feel like you were spreading some really harsh way of living? Like, were you spreading the word, like, you need to be Mormon, or were you just saying, like, hey, everybody, this is what Jesus is? Yeah, no, it was definitely, like, you need to be Mormon. And, like, that's, Mormon. like, the whole thing. Because, like, kind of circling back to, like, your question of, like, Oh, like what do Mormons think? Like, is it just Mormons who are saved? And it's like, yeah, like that's the that's the idea, right? And so that's why there's such a huge missionary push because it's like, oh yeah, everybody needs the opportunity to like hear the message and understand that it's the true church and accept it and stuff like that. So like at that point, I was like in such a like religious like mentality and like I have to dedicate everything so I didn't feel like I didn't feel bad at all I felt like this is what I know this is what's true this is what will give people happiness so yeah 
So you, you were into it, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, hard. It's, like, one well, of the good. things I mean, is, I'm like... I'm glad you didn't, like... You weren't, like, miserable or anything. Like, you, well, learned, you know Spanish thing. now, right? I do know Spanish, which is fun. Um, but that's the thing is, like, I was, I was, like, preaching so hard, teaching so hard. But then at night, like, I would just, like, literally cry. You know what I mean? Because it was, like, I felt like what I was doing and what I am, like, doesn't line up. So then I would be, like... I would just like think of all these ways to kill myself um, and then think, hey, if I die on my mission, like I'll just be automatically saved. Right. And that'll like negate all of the all if of I the die on stuff. my mission. They'll they'll build me a statue in my home ward or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. But then I would then I would panic and I would circle and I'd be like, oh, like but like the church thinks like or like people in the church, I guess it's not really the church. But like, oh, if you kill yourself, like that's not good (laughs) like you shouldn't do that so then I'd be like like for a long time the only reason why I didn't um like end my life by suicide was uh because I was like oh I'll be like damn to hell if I do that so I might as well just like be here miserable as not religious (laughs) as I am that's like one of the things like that stopped me too like oh I've had a lot of attempts and a lot of but a lot of the times I'd stop and be like what if I did this and woke up in hell I'd be so mad and be like, my life on earth was not that bad. Like, like yeah. I'd be pissed. Or like, so I always like think about that. It's like, if I, you know, jump off this thing and land in hell, I'm going to be pissed. So no, I get it. So you, you, you don't kill yourself, yeah. which thank God. Um, Cause we love you. And um, there's always help available. And I'm glad you either sought out that help or ended up getting the help you needed from some other way but um so glad you're here still yeah thank you <laughs> honestly thank you. it's uh, thank you <laughs> that's so nice <laughs> um yeah honestly it's just like yeah i don't know i think so, for i think for good yeah you you go no you're good <laughs> i was gonna say so so what's next for for Steffi? we conquered religion we've conquered sexuality um we're conquering life off of, you know, OCD. We're, we're doing that and uh-huh. we're figuring out new stuff. Are you figuring out new hobbies or new friends or new, I, I hear uh, we're, we're partying a little more maybe now. We're partying? Wait, sorry, are we partying a little more? Oh, partying. I thought you said we're partying and I was like, like we're parting ways. Like, we're done? Like, <laughs> are we over? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Definitely that's just fun um partying is definitely fun definitely something yep, you haven't added done before to, something you haven't done before um so added to the list of hobbies um besides that I don't know that I literally like feel like 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 part of me feels so good because I'm like okay like I I finally feel good and I finally don't feel all this crazy guilt which is like something I've never had like like you mentioned I'm getting like OCD under control but then it's also like I think about like family finding out. I think about like stuff like that, and then I panic and freeze. So I think like I'm still dealing with a lot of stuff that it's kind of hard for me to look at what's next. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you're like not pushing it off, but kind of like oh big time? You're not. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you're not like sitting down your parents and telling them right now. You're just kind of like maybe if they find out. Like, are you waiting for them to find out, or do you think they already know a little bit? I don't know. Um, I think some family members 
no um but like my parents don't um I think they're like worried about me but I don't know what that's for there's kind of a lot of reasons so um you like keep getting like weird messages like constantly checking in and stuff like that which is super like I mean obviously super nice I'm not complaining about but it makes me right. wonder like do, do they know something like why are they extra concerned like stuff like that so I think like I literally am just like pushing it off and seeing what'll happen which like makes no sense like because in my ideal world they never find out but that's also not possible yeah it's gonna be kind of hard when you're marrying your wife (laughs) and uh (laughs) (laughs) oh shit it's gonna be a little bit much to explain uh when that's but um but uh hopefully they take it well and hopefully that's something that you can you know conquer and get past and have a joyous wonderful however spiritual life that you want (laughs) yeah i mean um, that would be that would be ideal it's just so hard to think that that's what would happen like i'm pretty sure I mean, like, all how would be like, Mom, was. Dad, I'm I'm not Mormon anymore, and they'd be like, Okay, hon, we love you either way. Like, don't worry about it. We'll see you in heaven too. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but that is the hope and the the goal that there. Is. But you know, we'll we'll uh we'll get there for sure. My my mom, I gotta, you know, who was it? I think it was Daniel that used to cry and be like. What? I'm like, why are you crying? He's like, because you're not going to heaven with me because you don't believe in God. And I'm just like, oh my God, bro, bro. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I just think, I think this world, yeah, I just like feel like things aren't as black and white as I was raised as. And like, I think, I don't know. I don't know. Like you, you mentioned the, or like you asked like, okay, like down the line, like would I be interested in like a, a smaller religion or a funner religion or a less strict one and it's like I don't think so like I don't think anyone has the answers like all of them you know like so I don't know like that's something that's hard to understand too is like if something works for someone like but then something else works for someone else then there's no like universal truth you know what I mean right I don't know I don't know super confusing I get that. Oh, man. Well, Steffi, it has been a pleasure speaking with you again on this topic. Thank you so, so much for giving me another chance to redeem myself. I appreciate it. Was there anybody you wanted to shout out or say hi to or anything like that? This should be out in the next couple of weeks. So, Oh, shoot. Shout out to... Uh, shouts out to, to to Macy and her boyfriend Ethan. We're always hanging out. They're kind Shout of keeping out. me sane. Uh, Hell yeah! Shouts yeah. out. Hell yeah! Well, all right, Steffi. Um, I love you so yeah. much. If that was it. Then that is it. I hope you have a wonderful night and thank everybody for listening. Cool. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.